All right, so we'll say good morning. Let's, uh, let's begin. So we left off a lot to do today. We left off, today's daf is Ches. We left off on Zayin Amr Bey's, a good, a good way up, uh, a good way up from the daf. Gave homework, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I had Rachmanis. All right, so we left off. It's in the wide lines, two, four, five lines in. Actually, we'll call it six lines in. So if you remember again, the next Machlokis in Mishnah after Chametz between Bishan and Bishilal was about if one goes in and shechts an, uh, 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 shechts an oaf. The halacha is, there's a concept called Kisya Adam, that when you shecht an animal, you have to go ahead and you have to go ahead and cover its, cover its blood with, with dirt. That only applies to what's called the chaya and an oaf, non-domesticated animals and birds. So there's machlokis the shamay and beisila in the Mishnah that beishamay says yachpor b'dekar v'yichasa. Beishamay says literally you could plunge your shovel into the ground, remove the dirt, and use it to cover the blood. And beisila says you shouldn't shecht unless, of course, you had dirt prepared already from erev yomtiv. But even Beis Hillel agrees that if you already shechted, that you should go ahead and dislodge some dirt from the ground in order to use it to, co- to cover the blood. This is Kisa Adam. So says the, says the Gemara. Hashochet di eved in lechatchilolo. And also what the Gemara picks up on is the lotion of the Mishnah is Hashochet chaya ba'ov b'yomdov. Now Hashochet is a lotion ultimately of Bidyevid, one who has shechted. So it sounds like even Beishamai who says that you can go ahead and take dirt from the ground to go and do Kisei Hadam, only agrees that this process is permitted Bidyevid. But Lechatchila, one would not be permitted to do this if one did not have prepared dirt. On the other hand, Ema Seifa, but yet if you look at the end of the Mishnah, Ubeisila Omrim Lo Yishchot, Bless you, Basilo says you may not shecht. Michlal, meaning you may not shecht unless, of course, you had dirt prepared from before Yom Tov. Michlal, the Tanakama, Sava Yishchot, which we seem to infer from here that the Tanakama, we're referring to Beishama as the Tanakama, holds that you would shecht even Lachatrilo. So the Gemara says, Holokash, it's not a contradiction. Lo Yishchot What Basilo is saying is you shouldn't shecht and cover the blood. I, but one second, Ema Seif, look at the end of the Mishnah. That the end of the Mishnah says that even Basil agrees that if you went ahead and you shechted, that you should in fact go ahead and cover the blood with dirt. Means you should dig up, you should dig up dirt with your shovel, and you should go ahead and cover the blood. Lav di'evetu, which would seem to infer that the Mishnah is not referring to a case of bidiyevet. So we'll say, so then how do we understand the Mishnah? So Amarabba, Hachi Kamarabba says, this is what the Mishnah comes to teach me. Hashochet Sheba Limlach Ketzad Ketzad Omerlo. What, what's really happening in the Mishnah is the following. The Mishnah is dealing with the following case. If someone comes to me on Erev Yomtev, right, the person comes to ask the Tam Tchacham on Erev Yomtev, what should I do? I did not, I didn't, I have to shecht an animal. You're supposed to remember, understand that, that we live in a day, we live in the age of refrigeration. So for us, we purchase our meat prior to Yom Tov, everything's fine. On Yom Tov, again, before the event of, uh, before the advent of refrigeration, people might have shechted on Yom Tov. So the shochet comes, what's the problem? He has to shecht on Yom Tov, but he did not prepare dirt for Kisui Hadam. So he wants to shecht, uh, he wants to shecht an oaf, he wants to shecht the bird, he wants to shecht the chayah, he, he, he has a deer, he wants, a deer is a good example of a chayah, he wants to shecht it, but again, he does not have the dirt prepared, what should he do? So, Beishamai Omer Lo, Beishamai says, Lech, excuse me, Beishamai Omer Lo, Shchot, 
go ahead, shech the animal, chafor, dig up some dirt, vikisa, and cover it, and cover it. Now, both say, we'll discuss the mechanics of dislodging dirt. Because we will say the issue of dislodging dirt is, remember, any time if you take a shovel and you plunge it into the ground and you create a hole, create a hole, just the creation of that hole is a violation of the malacha of chorish, of plowing. Anytime you go ahead and you create furrows in the ground, you are a violation of chorish. So we'll discuss the mechanics of how exactly you're allowed to do that. But you, you can fix it if you want. I don't know what it is. But the, um, so Lech Shafat, so Beishamai would say to him, go, shecht, take some dirt, Vikisa and cover and cover and cover the blood. Ubeisol Ubeisol will say lo yishchot ele imkin haya haya lo of offer mucham mibayom. On the other hand, Beisol would say no. You may not shecht unless, of course, what? Unless, of course, you have prepared dirt from 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 earlier. So the Gemara goes back to the Gemara says. <coughs> the Gemara says. Yeah. Okay, fine. So the Gemara says the following. Amalei Abayel Rav Yosef. Excuse me, I just skipped. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, this is what it means to say. So now Rabbah and Rav Yosef are going to have two different understandings of the Mishnah. According to Rabbah, so everybody's going to agree that the case of the Mishnah is somebody's coming to Shecht and he's coming to us to ask us correct Eitzah for what to do. So Basil will say, very simple, do you have dirt? If the answer is, meaning do I prepare dirt? If the answer is no, I'm sorry, it looks like it's going to be milchiks for you. Beis Shammai will say, no, you can go ahead and shecht. After you shecht, then take, Enochinami, dig up some dirt. We'll discuss how he allows that. Dig up some dirt and then cover the blood. Rav Yosef has a little bit of a different version. According to Rav Yosef, Hachi Kamar, Same thing. Somebody's coming to Shech to burn on Yom Tiv, or a Chai on Yom Tiv, and he comes to us and asks us advice for how he should do it. So what do we say to him? Beishamai Omrim Lo, Beishamai Omrim, Omer Lo, Lech, Chafar, Shachot, Vikisa. If you notice, in Rav Yosef's version, is a different order. Rav Yosef says that Beishamai would advise the Shochi to do what? First, go ahead and dig up the dirt, prepare the dirt, then shecht, then cover it. And Basil, same thing. Lo yishchot ele imkein hayolo afar muchan mi ba'olyom. So Rabbi say, machlokis Rabbah and Rav Yosef in the shita of Beishamai. According to Rabbah, if the shochit was coming to ask the shayla, Beishamai would tell him again, shecht, dig, cover. According to Rav Yosef, Beishamai would tell him what? Dig, shecht. Cover. So the Marsha Amalia by the Rav Yosef, Sabai said to Rav Yosef, Lema Marvirab, but Rabbi Zira, Amarav Kamiflagi, Sabai is talking to Rav Yosef, and he says, Rav Yosef, maybe Rebbe, meaning the master of Yosef, and Rabba are arguing about the point of Rabbi Zira. What did Rabbi Zira say? Dom Rabbi Zira Amarav, Hashochet, Sarek Sheyitain offer Lamata, the offer Lamala. The Rav Yosef, Rabbi Zira says the name of Rab, that when one shechts and one performs the myth of Kisi Adam, Kisa Adam actually requires two layers of dirt. Dirt beneath the blood and dirt on top of the blood. So that's how we pass in Lahalocha. That's how Shukhmarach paskins. So you have to have dirt on the bottom, dirt on the top. And Shina Emar, where does Rabbi Zira get this from? Vishafach Estamo, Vikisahu Ba'afar. Efe Afar Lone Emar, Ela Bi'afar. So we'll say, it's interesting. So Rav makes this diuk, Rabbi Zira makes this diuk from you have to cover it Ba'afar. Ba'afar means like what? That it has to be enveloped by the Afar. Melamit. Shashokhi Tarak Shiyitin offer the Mata offer the Malo. 
Therefore, we learn from here that when you shecht and do kisah down, there must be there must be dirt on top of the blood, dirt below the blood. So therefore, again, you have over here Abai suggesting dimar isle Rabbi Zera. So maybe Rav Yosef, you hold of Rabbi Zera, and that's why again Rav Yosef, in Rav Yosef's version of Beishamai, what's the first thing Beishamai is telling the shochet? What's the first thing? Dig up dirt. Why? Because according to Rav Yosef's version of Beishamai, you require it's not Beishamai. According to Rav Yosef, you require dirt on the bottom, dirt on top. Therefore, the first thing the shochet really has to do is what? Place a layer of dirt beneath. And apparently Rabbah, who tells him first, shecht, and then cover, holds that what? All you need is a layer of dirt on top, not a layer of dirt on the bottom. To which the Gemara says, the mar is Rabizera, our Malay Rav Yosef responds, no, no, no. Bein le didi, bein le rabba, islan rabbi zera. Not true. Both myself and rabba hold of rabbi zera. The rabba said the mitzvah of kisa adam requires a layer of dirt beneath the blood and on top of the blood. This is what we're arguing about. Rabba savar, i ika afar lemata in ilo lo. Chayshina dilma mamlich velo shachit. Well, it's very interesting. So Rav Yosef now respo- now in, now uh, explains Hishita and Rabashita. He says in Rabashita, and I will say this is Rabashita and Beishamai, that Beishabai in, Rab- in Rabba's version, <coughs> according to Beishamai, they only give you a license to shecht if what? If there's already the bottom layer of dirt. Because what's the concern? We don't want you doing any digging prior to the act of shechita. Why? Because we're concerned then maybe you'll change your mind about the shechita. And if you change your mind about the shechita, then what's happened? You have just dug for no good reason. You violated Yamtiv without any imperative for Simchas Yamtiv. So therefore, in Rabbah's version of Beishamai, the only time shechita becomes permitted essentially is when? Is if that bottom layer of dirt is already there. If it's already there, then we'll let you shecht. And then even if, we, even if you need to dig up more dirt afterwards, we'll let you do that. But we're not going to let you dig first out of a fear that if we allow you to do this first, you may have a change of heart. You may not end up shechting. And it turns out you did a malacha for no reason. On the other hand, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and it always says, as, as, but my position is, On the other hand, Rav Yosef says, my position is that we allow it. Meaning, I'm pretty sure that Lemaisa, if a guy says he's going to shecht, he's going to shecht. And furthermore, again, if you put, if you make it too complicated, then what's going to happen? People aren't going to bother with this process at all. And, and again, not that people will shecht illegally or without kisadam, but that people will end up not shechting and will end up compromise, compromising their simchas yomtev. So essentially, Yossi says, I'm a little bit more, I'm a little bit more, um, I'm a little less nervous than Rabbah. Rabbah's concerned that if we let you dig first, there's a possibility you may not shecht and therefore violate malacha. I'm pretty sure that people are going to shecht. I don't want to place obstacles in front of people, simchas yamtiv, and therefore I allow people to even dig for the first layer of the dirt on the bottom. Okay, so the Gemara goes, we're not finished with this. Umodim she'im shachat shiachbar badekar v'yichasa. And the Messiah, so also I remember, the Mishnah said over here, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said that even Beis Hillel agrees, or Beis Hillel says, that if you did not go ahead and prepare the dirt from before Yom Tov, they agree, So bless you. So Beis Hillel agrees that if you want, so Beis Hillel says if you don't have dirt prepared, from earlier, from Erev Yom Tov, then you may not shecht. But what if you went ahead and you shechted? So Beisil says, if you're already shechted, they agree that what? That you could dig with the shovel and go ahead and cover the blood with earth. Now the Gemara qualifies that. So the Gemara says, Amr Rabbi two lines up from the bottom of Rambosai. 
So the Gerola said the Gemara comes along and qualifies, and qualifies Beis Hillel's statement and says that when do Beis Hillel allow you to go ahead and cover the Dukis Adam once you're already shechted, that's when the shovel was already in the earth on Erev Yom Tov. And I will say, what's the chap of the shovel in the earth on Erev Yom Tov? Remember again, the idea, there, there are multiple malachos involved with digging up dirt for the midst of Kisei Adam. So in, in order, the first issue is, is chofer, is again, is um, not chofer, chorish, is going ahead and plowing. Plowing means any, pretty much any time you go ahead and make some kind of furrow in the ground, even if it's not for the express purpose of planting, you're in, you, 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 you encounter the malach of chorish. So what the Gemara is suggesting over here is the following. If the shovel was already in the ground on Erev Yom Tov, then what? That essentially is the equivalent of the fact that essentially equivalent to the ground to the earth itself already been being dislodged. If it's already been dislodged, then the act of removing the dirt from the ground afterwards is not considered to be a real act of digging. So therefore, the Gemara says, when when so remember, when does Beis Hillel say that if you're already shechted, okay, fine, we don't want you to shecht unless, of course, you had dirt prepared from Erev Yom Tov. But if you're already shechted, we'll let you cover the we'll let you cover the blood. When is that true? When the shovel was already plunged into the earth, the shovel sitting there in the earth from Erev Yom Tov. However, so, however, if the shovel was not plunged into the earth, then according, apparently Beis Hillel would not allow you to do Kisa Adam, even if what? Even if you're already shechted. So the Well, there, no, no, here, because here your intention is to dig. The difference over there is there your intention is not to dig at all. This is different because here your intention is to dig. It's just, right, in both cases are not for the intention of planting anything. But in the case of the drinking of the chair, I don't even have intention. I don't want the dirt. I don't have an intention to make a furrow. Here I dafka want the dirt. Here I want to dig. So the Gemara says the following, I but there's another issue. Both sides, the second issue over here is that after you dig, the assumption is what? You have a clod of earth. What do you have to do with the clod of earth? You have to, you have to, um, Right, grind it essentially, because why? Because also you can't just cover the dam with a clod. You have to clog. You have to. You have to cover the blood with loose earth. Also, the act of grinding up earth or of breaking down the earth is an issue of techina. Right, techina means grinding. It's one of the lamatess malachos, and tochin is asuran shabbos. So, isn't there an issue of techina of ketisha? Ketisha literally means grinding, but the av malacha is techina. Oh, what's the case? The case is also we're dealing with lo- literally loose dirt. Loose dirt. So this is, this is the kind of dirt that does not actually need to be ground up, but rather, again, it's fine dirt from the beginning. So as soon as you dig up a shovel full of it, it's ready to be used to cover the blood. But what about at the end of the day that you are making a, you're making a pit? And I will say, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, what's the issue with making a pit? Rashi says, is there not an issue of bona? Right, Jabal say part of the malach of bona is again digging a foundation. So is the act of digging a pit not an issue of bona? So remember, it's actually interesting. You have so many malachos happening over here. You have choresh, you have tochen, and now apparently you have bona. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a problem. Jabal say the Mishnah over here reflects the view of Rabbi Abba. And Rabbi Abba holds that if you dig a pit on Shabbos, then you do not need the pit, but you need the dirt. 
you are potter. Because they're both saying, again, the malach of digging a pit on Shabbos for the sake of bona is for what purpose? You need the pit. You need the pit. If you don't need the pit, but you need the dirt, that is not the malach of the oraisa. Look at Rashi. Potter aleha. Kidimafarish time parakaman de chagiga. The chavan de notzarach ala la afra. Since you only need the dirt, velo luguma, and not the pit. Ena bona. Velo chorish ala makalkel. The chala makalkalim piturim. So we'll say again, because you don't need the pit itself, therefore again, there's no issue of binyan. There's no issue ultimately of building. There's no issue of chorish. There's no issue of plowing. And rather again, when you dig a hole, and you leave the holding, you don't need the hole, but you need the dirt. That's actually kilkul. That's actually considered to be a destructive act. And you are putter for destructive acts on Shabbos. Now, also, again, remember, you would, and Yom Tov for that matter, you would not lechat do this. Remember, again, this at the end of the day is Beis Hillel's Bidi Eved Shita. So, again, remember, Beis Hillel, which is going to be the Shita we paskin like, holds that, again, in order to do Kisadam lechat what do you need? You need to have you need to have dirt prepared from before Yom Tov. In the event that you shechted and you did not <coughs> have blood prepared. So Basil says you can go ahead and cover the blood, but that's a qualified statement. That's assuming what? That's assuming what? That's assuming you have a shovel full of dirt in the ground. That that's caveat number one. Number two is it must be it must be loose soil that you don't have to grind up that could just simply be put on top of the dam without 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 um without uh, being uh, ground, without being ground. And then again, this is all reflective of the view of Rabbi Abba, who holds that anytime you dig a pit and you don't need the pit itself, but you only need the dirt, it's considered kilko, it's considered destructive, and therefore the mice your potter. Sha'afar kira, she'ifar kira, me'uchanu. They're both at the end of the Mishnah. At the end of the Mishnah, the Mishnah ended off with a strange statement. After the Mishnah quoted Basilal, Basil's Lachatrila and Bidiavashita. And the Mishnah said, because Efer Kira, Rabbi said Efer Kira means the ash of your stove. Remember, stoves were ovens were wood, wood fueled, wood fueled ovens. So what happens when the wood burns up or the coals burn up? You have ash. So the, so the Mishnah says, oh, because Efer Kira, because the ash of the stove is Muchan is prepared. So the Gemara says, Efer Kira man Who is talking about Efer Kira? Right, meaning the Mishnah throws this in. No one's even discussing this particular issue. Amar Rabbah Rabbah says, this is what it means to say. The Efer Kira Muchanu. And Efer Kira, the ash of the Kira, is considered to be prepared for use. And I will say, what the Mishnah seems to be saying is like this. That if you're Beis Shil, you see, if you're Beis Shammai, Beis Shammai says, L'chatchila, you can go ahead and do Kisei Hadam. You can even dig up the dirt on Yom Tov itself. According to Beis where you need to have prepared dirt, the Mishnah is just throwing in another interesting piece of information, which is what else can you use to cover the dam of the Chaya and the Of? You can use the ash of the stove. You can use the ash of the stove because the ash of the stove is like dirt and is and is considered to be prepared for use. So the Gemara says the following: When do we say that ash is prepared for use? That's only when the stove was fired up already on erev yom tov. Look at Rashi: So we'll say if the stove was fired up from before from the day before. That means, again, the wood or the coals were already put into use, which means that a person has kavana to use them over Yom Tov for anything that he may need. But if the stove was only fired up on Yom Tov itself, which of course is mutter, you would not be able to use that ash because that ash is not considered to be mukha. Remember, in order for something to be set aside for use on Yom Tov, it has to be designated in some way prior to Yom Tov. Now, it's not upshot that you have to designate the wood that you're putting into your oven on Erev Yom Tov for the sake of ash for 
Kisa Hadam, but the fact that you already set it aside for Yom Tov use prior to Yom Tov indicates that what? It not indicates, but it allows you to use it for whatever other Yom Tov need may come up. mutter. But even for but even for even for um even for a stove, even for the for the ash that was created on Yom Tov, you could use it to cover the dam if what? If the ash itself is still hot enough that it could go ahead and be used to make an egg. And I will say if the ash itself is still hot enough, that means the ash is usable. Once the ash is usable, it's usable for whatever you want to use it for. If you want to use it for cooking, that's fine. If you want to use it to cover the dam, that's fine as well. So the Gemara says, that supports this, when we say that the ash of the stove is, bless you, is set aside for use, so means that it's usable again, in this case, even for Kisei Adam, that's only true if the stove is fired up on Erev Yom Tov, because we also remember again, at that point in time, that a fire up on Erev Yom Tov, it's Daite Iluye. A person has a mind that he's going to use this for Yom Tov purposes, and Yom Tov purposes could, could be even be meant expansively, even to refer to Kisuy Hadam. However, but if the stove was only fired up on Yom Tov, then Lamaisi, you can't say Daite Iluye, you can't say that your mind was on this ash beforehand, and therefore again, Lamaisi, it's Asr. The Imroi Litzlos Bobetsa. But if the ash itself is still usable to go ahead and roast an egg, meaning I will say, well, as long as the ash is usable, then you have the rights to use it for whatever you want. Then lemaisa mutter. Then lemaisa, you can even go ahead and use it to cover the dam. Fine. So we'll say now the Gemara is going to give a couple of other examples of this of what it means to have dirt that is prepared for use on Yom Tov. So for example, hichnis afar legina so lechavaso mutter lechasos bodam. So we'll say if a person brought in a pile of dirt. To his garden. Chorvasa literally means to his ruin. Now I will say, why would I bring in a pile of dirt to my garden or to my ruin? I want to, I'm going to plant stuff. I'm, you know, I'm for my garden. I want to put some topsoil there. So I will say, the point the Mishnah is making over here, the Bryce is making over here, is that when you go ahead and look at Rashi, Hichnis Afar, Harbeit Bemakomechad, I brought in a lot of dirt to and I'm pile it in one place. And I'm going to go ahead and use it for my garden and use it for my ruin. People used to plant things by ruins as well. And I've also the idea is I'm going to ultimately spread this dirt out in my garden. I'm permitted to go ahead and use some of this dirt for Kisei Hadam. Why? So it's very interesting halacha. So if on Erev Yom Tov, I went ahead and I brought in a pile of dirt to my to my garden, and my intention is that after Yom Tov, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to use it for some planting, for some gardening. So what the Gemara is teaching us over here is that anytime you have piled dirt in your yard, the, the das of the individual is that whatever need comes up, I'm going to use this dirt, you know, for whatever I need it for. Therefore, if on Yom Tov the need comes up for Kisei Hadam, I am permitted to go ahead and use it for Kisei Hadam. Vam Rav Yehuda. Machnis Adam Malekupaso Afar, Vaosebo Kultarho, similarly Rav Yehuda says, this is not just even with a large pile of dirt, even Malekupaso, I'll say Kupa, Kupa is just a small receptacle. So even if I just brought in a small receptacle of dirt, and also the assumption is, such what the Gemara is saying is, whenever you bring dirt, into your into your domain and you pile it up, whether it's piled up in a big pile or it's just sitting in a utensil, <laughs> it's usable for anything that you may want to use it for. Look at Rashi. Machnis Adam Ali Kupasa Afar. Bistam. 
The novelty in this case over here is that the kupa is just a very small receptacle. So I might have thought the small receptacle should be bottled to the floor of the home. Kamash Malan, it's not. Kamash Malan, that even, even when you're bringing just a small receptacle of dirt, your intention is to use it for whatever needs may come up, and therefore on Yom Tov you may use it for Kisei Adam as well. So the Gemara says, Darash Marzutra. Darash Marzutra, Mishmei de Marzutra Rabba. However, Vahu Sheyichet Lo Kerem Zavis. That's only true. When do we say that the small coop or the small receptacle of dirt is usable for all of your needs? That's only if you dafka set, set it aside in a you set aside a particular area on which to rest it on. So say if you set aside a particular area for which to rest it on, therefore again that's clear that you intend on leaving it there and you intend on using it for whatever needs may come up. But without specific designation of a place, it might be just easily considered to be bottled to the general earth of the ground. Okay. Mesa, the raises the kasha. Koi, koi, ancient, I will say now, koi, if you look at Rashi, is an animal. So koi is suffolk chaya, suffolk behema. So a koi, I will say, again, not, it's not a definition for it, but it was this type of animal that was a suffolk chaya, suffolk behema. I will say, now remember again, you'll say to yourself, who cares if an animal is a chaya or a behema? That makes a big difference. Why does it make a big difference? Because the mice again, kisu hadam. Right, remember again, a behema, there's no din of kisei adam. A chaya, there is a din of kisei adam. So the Gemara says like this, when it comes to a koi, when it comes to a right, says, when it comes to a koi, ein shochten oso b'yamtiv. Rabbi we do not go ahead and shecht a koi on yamtiv. Why not? Look at Rashi. Ein shochten oso b'yamtiv, mishum d'shem achayahu, v'tzarech kisui, v'hei eno yachol achsoso b'yamtiv. Because maybe it is a chaya, maybe it's a chaya, and if it's a chaya, then what? You're going to have to do kisei hadam, and you won't be able to do kisei hadam, for reasons we'll discuss in just a moment. So the Gemara said, v'i isa, lichsiye kidrav yehuda. And I will say, again, Lemaisa, if so, I don't say, what, what's the problem? Why don't you just go ahead of Shech and you could always cover its blood in accordance with Rav Yehuda. What did Rav Yehuda say in the name of Rav Yehuda? said that you could use Efer Kira, right? That you could go ahead and you could use the ash from the oven. Look at Rashi. Ve'im Isa, diyesh afar shemucha nechol tzarche adam, afilu hu behem lechasi, kid Rav Yehuda. Right? Im hechnis kubas afar. So I'm sorry. It's actually the previous Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda said, uh, Rav Yehuda said, even if you just brought into your house, what? A small receptacle filled with dirt that you can go ahead and use that for Kisya Hadam. So Gemara says, honestly, what's the big deal? So we'll say, here's the part that we're missing. Bipashtas, people always had dirt lying around the house, right? On dirt floors, so people often would have, like, I guess, like a small receptacle of dirt that you had in the corner for whatever needs came up. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Shecht the Kai, Shecht the Kai, and you could cover the, you could cover the dam of the Kai with what? With the, small with the dirt that's in the small receptacle that you have in a specific corner. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says the following. Uh, and I would even say better, even if you don't have what? Even if you don't have a small receptacle of dirt in your house, what else can you use, Rabbi Use the ash of the stove, or, or going back, if according to Beis Hillel, even if you had a shovel that was plunged into the earth prior to Yom Tov, you could dislodge that shovel and bring the earth with it. So there are so many ways to go ahead and shech the kai and just go ahead and cover the blood without any violation of malacha. Ella de Leslie. Rather, it must be what the case that we're talking about over here, where the price says you should not shech the kai, is a case in where 
we do not have these items available. Halchanami de Lesley. So too over here, it must be a case of where these items are not accessible. Ihachi my area. So we'll say again, therefore, it must be that Bryce says when it don't shech the guy, it must mean what? I don't have a receptacle of dirt. I have no ash on my stove. And there is no shovel that was plunged into the dirt. Okay, so Gemara says, well, if that's the case, if that's the case, then why are you illustrating this idea with a koi? Right? This would be true even with what, Rabosai? Even with a regular chaya, right? So I have a deer. Rabosai, everybody agrees that a deer is a chaya. So even if I'm shechting mamish, a chaya mamish, if I don't have Available dirt, right? The small receptacle of dirt. I don't have ash. I don't have a. Sh- I don't have a shovel plunged into the earth. Then what? I can't. I can't do kisa adam. I don't shecht. I don't shecht. Like, if you know you don't have the dirt for kisa adam, you do not shecht. That is we paskin that. That is that we paskin like basically. If you don't have the dirt prepared, or you don't have a kira, or you don't have a, or you don't have a a, um, a shovel plunged into the ground. Again, assuming that it's loose soil, you don't shecht. So why do you have to tell me a case of kai? It's true even with a vadei chayah, to which the gemara says, "No, I'll tell you." Lomi bai kamar. We'll say lomi bai is a stylistic. A stylistic, stylistic approach of the Brisa and, and really of the Mishnah. I was surprised the Brisos. So Lomi Boy means you didn't have to say this and certainly this. What does that mean? Lomi Boy Vadai Delolishot. It goes without saying, Rabbi said that if you don't have prepared dirt in some way, shape, or form, that you may not shecht a Vadai Chayo. So meaning if you don't have prepared dirt, certainly you can't really shecht a Chayo that is certainly obligated in Kisei Adam. Aval Safek. I might have thought, what I was saying, a case of a Suffolk animal like a koi, I would have said, Mishum sim yom tov, lishchot velo I was say, I might have thought that by a Suffolk animal that what, like a koi, I might think, you know what? Let him shecht it. Why? Sim yom tov. And what, why? What about kisei adam? Don't do it. Don't do it. Why? It's a Suffolk anyway. So I was because I would have said like this. It's a Suffolk kisei adam, but there's what? There's vada a mitzvah of... So I might have thought therefore trumps the suffix. Shech the animal. Okay, you're not going to end up covering the blood, but it's a suffix anyway. That even in a case of suffix, unless, of course, you have in some way, shape, or form, based on the options we just laid out before, unless, of course, you have some access to dirt, you may not go ahead and shech even a suffix. Says the Gemara, "V'hamid dikani seifa." I, but we said at the end of that brisa. But the end of that brisa said, "Vim shachto ein mechasin es damo." I, but we said both sides. At the end of that brisa, remember it said, "Koy ein shacht and also biyamtuv." Vim shachto ein mechasin es damo. So it says you don't shacht the koy biyamtuv, and if you did shacht it, you don't cover its blood. I, so from the fact that it said the fact that it said if you did shecht it, you don't go ahead and cover its blood. The fact that the Braisa seems to indicate that the second case of if you shechted it is where you don't have dirt would seem to indicate that what? That the Reisha, the first part, is talking about where what? You do have dirt. You do have dirt, and yet, now if that's the case, then what the Bryce would be saying is, even though you do have dirt, we still say, So what's happening over here? Listen to this. So we'll say, now this is getting very intriguing. So here's what we have. You see, when we first saw that Bryce, we assumed that when the Bryce said that you don't shech the kai on Yom Tov. Now why? Why not? What was the case? 
because you don't have dirt. And a kai, even though it's suffic, even though it's suffic, you would still do kise hadami suffic. And therefore, the Bryce is telling me that when you don't have dirt, you can't shech the suffic animal. So this gemara, but doesn't make sense because the Bryce speaks about a case of where you did shech the kai, you did shech the kai, and yet what? The, yet what? And yet you don't cover the blood, which would seem to indicate that what? That the Suresha is talking about a case where you did have dirt as well. But if I did have dirt, then why can't I shech the kai? To which the gemara says again, I'm a rabbi. <coughs> So Rabbi says that when we say when we say that the dirt of or not the dirt, but the ash of the stove is is muchan, is is literally readied for permitted use on Yom Tov, that is only for vada use and not suffic use. It is only for definitive use and not questionable use. I will say, what does that mean? Look at Rashi. Muchan levadai ve'in muchan levsafik. It's right across in Rashi. Kasak adai tcha dahachi ka'amar. Afagav didaiti lechomili. I will say, even though we said before that when it comes to the ash of the stove, a person's intention, well, remember, let's, let's qualify this, what we said before. We're talking about over here of, let's say, again, I either fired up, let's say I fired up that stove on Erev Yom Tov. Now, when I go ahead and I put that wood in the stove on Erev Yom Tov, what I'm saying is that wood is going to be usable for my Yom Tov purposes. And I have in mind that what? Any purposes that I want to use, the fire, or for that matter, again, the ash for, I have in mind that I'm going to use it. So the Gemara is now suggesting that, that when a person has intent to use the ash that is going to come from that wood, a person's intention only covers those things that are what? That are definitive uses. But those things that are questionable uses, a person doesn't have in mind for. So yes, a person has in mind to potentially use that ash for kisei hadam. But what kind of kisei hadam? Kisei vaday kisei hadam. For example, a vaday chaya, a vaday of, an animal that definitely requires kisei hadam. But Bepashos Rabbah suggesting a person doesn't have in mind that he's going to use the ash for some type of questionable use. Like what? Like covering the dam of the koi. So the Gemara says... Why not? Meaning, so what, what, what's, what's the issue? It's the same ash. So what's the issue if a person were to go ahead and use that ash to go ahead and cover, to go ahead and, and cover the blood ultimately of the kai of the suffolk animal? I think you might say, here's the problem, the kai of the guma. Because they're both saying, when you take the ash from the ash pile on the stove, you're creating a hole, a guma. And they're both saying, it's interesting because... It's not exactly clear what malacha this would be, because the malacha of choresh is only in karka, is only in earth. But perhaps the Gemara is suggesting over here is there's some type of rabbinic-like malacha with creating a, a, an indentation or a hole within any pile. Okay, we'll go with it for now. I have the kavit guma. So the Gemara says, one second, that's the case, vadenamik kavit guma. I will say, if there's an issue of making a hole in the pile, that comes up when? That comes up in any case of kis, that then we're going to remove some of the ash. Elikid rabbi abba. Rather, it must be the issue is like Rabbi Abba. I will say, what did, what did Rabbi Abba say? Rabbi Abba said that it's Makalka. I will say, remember again, Rabbi Abba says that when you make a hole in the ground and you don't need the hole, but what? You only need the dirt. Lemaisa, again, you are not chayif. You're not chayif for that because it's mekalkel. So it must be that there's not a problem of making a hole in the ash pile. Why? Because Lemaisa, it's kilkul. Okay, so if that's the case, Ela Safek, my timer. 
So that's the case again. Why can't I use the ash to cover the blood of the koi, which is a suffix? Dilma of it ketisha. So the Gemara says, because what are we concerned about? Maybe you'll have clods of ash, and what will you do? You'll have to grind it up. And the act of grinding lemaisa is what? Is, is a malacha of token, and therefore you can't do it. If that's the case, vaday nami nigzer mishum ketisha. But if that's the case, also I could say the same thing by a vaday animal, by a vaday chayo, that there should be a concern that I can't take the ash because I may ground it up. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 here's the difference. Vadai ki ovid kitisha osi asei vidochi eslosa asei. We'll say, here's the distinction. When you are doing, when you are doing kisei uh, hadam for an animal that definitely requires it, when you're doing kisei hadam for a vadai chayo, then what? The asei, the asei of kisei hadam, the kisei hadam, comes and sets aside the low say of the malacha you're committing. So we'll say, let's say even for argument's sake, I'm making a guma, I'm making a hole, I'm making a pit, or I'm going and I'm grounding up a cloud of earth. It's okay. Why? Because lemaisa again, whenever we'll say you have a a a um a conflict, but between an assay and a low sase, so the assay, the positive commandment, can set aside the low sase. So therefore, in the Vadai case, the positive commandment of covering the blood will set aside any other low sases. So the Gemara says, one second. When do we say that? So we'll say, remember again, using that logic over here, that logic only applies where? in a case of an animal that definitely requires kisei hadam. So if the animal definitely requires kisei hadam, then I can say that the assay of kisei hadam sets aside any low assays associated with malachos of yom tov. But if you have a suffix case, like a koi, then there's not necessarily a vade assay of kisei hadam because there might not be a mitzvah of kisei hadam. Therefore, again, you can't say that asi assay vidochi lo assay. To which the Gemara says, but one second, you're, 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 you're misapplying that principle. When do we say, When do we say that a positive commandment could come, a, could come along and set aside a prohibition? That's, When do we say, that's only when there is some degree of what we'll call simultaneity, meaning that when everything happens at the same time. For example, for example, let's say a baby has saraas on the foreskin. He has saraas on the makomila. So that, you know, there's an explicit prohibition that you are not permitted to cut. If you have saraas, you're not permitted to cut away your saraas lesion. So what do you do over here? The baby mamish has saraas on the makomila. Oh, so then we say, asi asay. The dachilosasei, the assay of mila, comes along in what? And sets aside the prohibition of tsaras. I will say why, because again, both are occurring at the same time. For example, there's a prohibition of shatnis. Yet what? Yet what? You're not permitted to go ahead and put linen tzitzis on a woolen baguette. Right? Why? Because at the time that I go ahead and wear the tzitzis, I'm also wearing shatnis, but that's okay, because the assay of tzitzis comes along and sets aside the low assay of shatnis. So generally, when we say that an assay could overtake or set aside a low assay, that's only when there's simultaneity. They're occurring at the same time. But Rabbi say over here, there's no simultaneity. Why? Because the malachos involved with securing the, the dirt for kisei adam take place when? Before the actual act of kisei hadam, 
To which the Gemara says, no, no, no. Hacha be'idna de kama akir lav, loma okimasei. But over here, I'm sorry, here over here in the case of Kisei Adam, at the time when you are violating, well, let's say again, let's take a simple case. You have, a, you have a clump of ash, and you are going ahead, and you are grinding up that clump of ash to make it into dirt that is usable to cover the blood. At the time that you are, that you are, that you are grinding up the ash, what mitzvah are you doing? None. None. It's just later on what's going to happen is you'll go in and you'll use that now dissolved ash or, or, or ground up ash to cover the blood. But ultimately, again, they're not occurring at the same time. So how can you say, Asi Asi, Vidachi Lo Sase? Dimar says, no, 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 Holokash, it's not, a, it's not a problem. Because there's a difference because you can have simultaneity. How? Take the clump of ash and ground it up and ground it up, grind it up where? Right on top of the blood. So literally, at the time that you are grinding, the blood itself is being covered. So Mark says, okay, there's still another problem. Sof, sof, yom tov asei velo saaseihu. Ve'en asei docha es lo saasei v'asei. Also, there's still a bigger problem, which is that yom tov, the malachos of yom tov, are not just simply a lo saasei. There is both a positive commandment and a prohibition associated with the malachos of Yom Tov. Therefore, Abbas, what you have over here is you have Kisi Hadam, which on one hand is an Asay, coming, coming up against an Asay and the Losa Asay of Yom Tov. And as much as a Losa, as an Asay could go ahead and trump a Losa Asay, but an Asay cannot what? Cannot trump a Losa Asay and an Asay. And as such, again, we're back to square one about how can you violate any malachos for the sake of Kisi Hadam on Yom Tov. Ela Amar Rava, rather Rava says like this: Efer Kira Daito Levadai Vein Daito Lasafe. Therefore, Rabbi said Rava comes back to what we said before, which is that in reality, the ash of the stove is only usable for definitive purposes and not for suffix purposes. And Rabbi said again, Lemaisa. Lemaisa, if you look at Rashi, I actually not yet. I'm sorry. Actually, I look at Rashi. Ain Daito Lasafe. So what comes out over here is that Rava, said, Rava says, you want to know why you can't do Kisadam on the Koi? Because again, Efer Kira, as much as the ash of the stove is prepared for use on Yom Tov, even for Kisadam purposes, a person only has in mind for Vadai purposes, for definitive purposes, definitive usages, and not for questionable usages. Va'azda Rava Latameh. And Rava goes according to his reasoning, because what does Rava say? Dama Rava, hechnis afar lechasos bo tsoa. I will say, if a person brought in dirt to his courtyard, to his house, to cover up waste, tsoa. I will say, now what's the case over here? Look at Rashi. Hechnis afar lechasos bo tsoa. Biyom tov, sheyishlo tinok, viyarish shemiyato rei biyom tov. I will say, I guess, you know, in the days before you know, diaper genies. You know, they have these things, right? Where you could put you, you, know, you could put the diaper in there and it takes it. So before the days of diaper genies, so the good old diaper I'm sorry? They had holes in the ground, right? They had dirt. They had dirt. So what happened? So I have a, I have a baby. I have a baby. I'm nervous that over the course of Yom Tov, a baby's going to have an accident somewhere, somewhere. So what happens? I bring in dirt. I bring in dirt to my court. Trying to say the baby has an accident. Ba- baby, baby. Does whatever it does, I have the ability to cover up the waste. So hechnis afar lechasos botzoa, muter lechasos bo dam tzipor. So interestingly enough, Sarava says once the blood is there to cover up the baby's waste, I can also use it by the way for kisui hadam. Look at Rashi. Muter lechasos bo dam tzipor. First by line in Rashi. Sheish lo lishchot biyom tov. The chevan shezmino lo safek 
Koshikin Levadin. I will say, here's what's very interesting. In Rava's model, the concept of setting aside dirt to go ahead and cover up the waste of the child is a Safe case. And I will say, why is it a Safe case? Because remember, now the child obviously is going to go to the bathroom over Yomtev. That's not the suffix. Remember, the only time you use the dirt is when? Is when the child goes ahead and relieves himself in, a, in a not the best area. So when it's, I'm sorry? In the living room, right? <laughs> they, they did have dirt floors. Right now, actually, I was going to say more, it's actually not in the living room. Because in the living room, you would dispose of it. Right? But the idea is, if he does it in the, in the backyard, right? So in the backyard, you're not, so not going to transport it, you're just going to cover it where it is. So the idea that the child would go ahead and have an accident in, in a place where you'd have to cover it is a suffix. What Rav is essentially saying is, once the dirt is set aside for suffix use, it's certainly what? It's certainly usable for vada use. What's the case of vadayus? The case of vadayus is kise hadam. You have a bird, you have a, yeah, right, you have a chicken, you're going to go and you're going to use it for, you're going to shecht it on Yom Tov. So the mice again, you're going to go ahead and need kise hadam. Therefore, once it's set aside for suffix use, you could certainly go ahead and use it for vadayus. However, again, on the other hand, dam tzipor, ah, but what about the reverse? If you went ahead and if you went ahead and brought in the dirt for the sake of Kisi Hadam, because you're gonna shek the bird on Yom Tov, you may not use that, that you may not use that dirt what? To cover up the waste of the child. Why not? Look at Rashi. But if you brought in that dirt for Kise Hadam, that is a Vada usage of the dirt. Because it's a Vada usage of the dirt, you cannot use that dirt to cover up waste on Yom Tov. Why? Because the fact that the child may relieve itself in not the best area is a suffix. So you see that Rava says over here what? Rava says that if you set aside dirt to use for suffix, you can certainly use it for vadai. But what? If you set it aside for vadai, like Kisei Hadam, you knew you were going to shat this bird of a yomtiv, you may not use it for suffix. Now I will say, this would appear to be Rava Shita. Therefore, Rava would say that the ash that's on the stove, people have in mind to use it for what? For vadai purposes, not for suffix purposes. Therefore, coming full circle, that's why if you shecht the kai on Yom Tov, you may not, that's why we don't want you to shecht the kai on Yom Tov. Because even if you have Efer Kira, that Efer Kira is not usable for that Kiyosadam because the kai is suffix, and people only have in mind to use the ash for legitimate, definitive purposes and not for suffix purposes. On the other hand, Nahar Balai, Omri, the rap the Nahar Bailoins. This is a place, right? So again, so Rashi points out actually that it's Rami Bar Rami Bar Baribi. Okay. So then our Baloi say, Afidu Hechnis Efer Afar Lachasos Badam Sipor, Mutu Lachasos Botsoa. Then our Baloi argue on Rav and they say, No, even if you bring it in for a Vadai purpose, you can still go ahead and what? You can still go ahead and use it to go ahead and cover up the waste. The Narbalohi say that even the mice, if you brought it in for a vade purpose, you can still go ahead and use it to go ahead and cover up and cover up, or use it for a questionable purpose, or <coughs> not a questionable purpose, a suffix purpose. So in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, they had a machlokis between argued about this. Okay, whoever, whoever, whoever it was. Chad Amar Koi Hari 
One opinion said that the koi is like waste. And I will say, what does that mean that the koi is like human waste? Look at Rashi. Koi haru kitsora. Hamachnis afar lechasos botsoa. Mutter lechasos bodam koi. Tezev That means is that if a person brought in dirt to cover up the kid's waste over the baby's waste over the course of Yom Tov, that dirt could be used for koi as well. Because just like tsoa is safek, koi is safek as well. The chat, or the other opinion said, Amar koi eno kitsoa. They know a koi is not like waste. Now, what does that mean? Look at Rasha. If one brought in dirt to go ahead and cover the waste of the baby, you cannot use it to for the koi. The koi legabi tsoa kisafek legabi vadai. The tsoas tinok shchicha okruva levadar. Because here's the difference: that when 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 you, if you brought in dirt, if you brought in dirt for the sake of covering up the baby's waste, you can't use that to cover the blood of the koi. Why? Because they're both side. The fact that the baby will have an accident. That's almost like a car of levadai. That's almost definitive. When you compare the tzoa to the case of the kai, the kai is a bona fide suffix. There's no way that, that's, it's not even a suffix that's car of levadai. On the other hand, again, the fact that the child may have an accident that you may have to cover up with dirt, that's a little bit more definitive. Testayim de ravahu, the amar kai haru kitsora, would appear that rava is the opinion who holds that kai is like tzoa, meaning that kai is just like suffix, and therefore if you brought in dirt, to use for tzoa, Rava would hold that you could use it to cover the blood of the koi as well. The Amar Rava, because Rava said, Hichnis afar lechasos botzoa. Rava says that if a person brought in dirt to go ahead and cover up tzoa, mutter lechasos bodam tzipor. You could go ahead and you could use it to cover up the blood of the tzipor, meaning kisedem for tzipor. Dam tzipor asr lechasos botzoa. On the other hand, if you brought it in to go ahead and cover up dam tzipor, you will not be permitted to go ahead and use it to cover up dam tzoa, therefore tistayim. Therefore, the Pirabo said that, in fact, Rav is the opinion who holds that koi havi kitsoa, and therefore, the any dirt that was brought in for, for tzoa would be permitted to be used for koi as well. Fine. Rami said, we're not finished with Kai yet. Rami Bereid Ravyeva Amar. Srami, the son of Ravyeva, said the following. Kai Hanutaima Dolomechasinon. Rabosai, why do we not do Kisar? Rabosai, here's what's interesting about the Kai case. So apparently, when it comes to the Kai case, even if uh, in, in what would consider to be prepared dirt in other cases of Kisar Adam, like Eferkira, like Deker Nodes, a shovel in the ground, would not work for Kai because apparently the Gemara is operating with the principle that for Kai, that for Kai, the dirt is only prepared, for, excuse me, the Afer is only prepared for definitive use, but not prepared for questionable use. Comes along Rami Braid Ravieva and gives another answer why we can't go ahead, why we don't want you to shecht a Kai on Yom Tov, and even if you shecht it, we don't want you covering the blood. Why not? Kai Hainu Chasinon, Gezeira Mishum. Hataras chelbo. Was a very interesting because we're concerned that if we allow you to shecht the koi, and if we allow you to go ahead and do kisui hadam on the blood of the koi, then what? You may come to eat the chelev of the koi. Rabbi chelev means the fats. On a chaya, there was just seen a chaya in a behema. For a behema, there are many more fats you may not eat. For a chaya, there are many more fats you can eat. The concern is what? If we let you shech the koi, and once you shech it, you cover the blood, people are going to assume that any animal for which you do kiyasadam is what? Is a chaya. If it's a chaya, then what? Then the fats are permitted, and a person may come to eat the fats of a koi. Now, are you permitted to eat the fats of a koi? No. Why? Why? Because it's a suffix. 
But if that's the case again, Rabosai, then you shouldn't do Kisei Hadam on a Kai even during the week. Because also remember, we said, remember this whole issue is Yom Tov. So if that's the case that you're afraid, that if you do Kisei Hadam on a Kai, people are going to see it. And when they see Kisei Hadam, they're going to assume the Kai is a, is a Chaya. And because the Chaya, they're going to come to eat the Chaylev. It should be us even during the week. No, no, no. During the week, Amri Lenaker Chatzero who did Sarach. Rabbi say, you know what? When people see you spreading out dirt over the blood of the Kai during the week, they don't necessarily assume you're doing Kisei Adam. What do they assume you're doing? You're cleaning up the Chatzar. No one wants pools of blood along their Chatzar. So you're pouring dirt on top of the blood to clean up the Chatzar. But Lav Davka, that it's Kisei Adam. Rabbi says, okay, that works fine if you're shechting in your Chatzar. Shachat ba'ashba ma'ikala meimar. But Rabbi say, what happens if you literally ashba is a garbage dump? What happens if you're shechting in the garbage dump? So the mice, again, we're there again. You don't have to worry about that the floor is nice and clean. What will happen when people see you covering the blood in that case? Or for that matter, Or for that matter, what happens if someone comes to ask the shayla, right? I'm about to shech the koi. Should I go ahead and do kisei hadam or not? Ella, right? The Gemara says, Bechol, misat misveka, omrili rabbonon zil, here, here's what it comes down to. During the week, we have a suffix. And when there's a suffix, the rabbis say to the individual shechting, go and cover the blood. But understand, you're doing it, misafik. You're doing it, misafik. Biyomtov, i misafka, mi aminali rabbonon zil trach. Vikasi, but Rabosa again on Yom Tov itself, if you have a case of suffix, Rabosa, here's the interesting part. During the week, during the week, if you're shechting the Kai, we have no problem telling the individual, we're not sure what the status of the Kai is, go and cover the blood. Aye, it's extra exertion, it's extra effort, that's okay, it's Yom Tov. Uh, excuse me, it's weekday. On Yom Tov, however, if someone were to come and to ask us, what should we do? to tell someone that they should do extra exertion on Yom Tov, extra tirch on Yom Tov, when what? We're not sure if that exertion is necessary. That is not something we are prepared to do. Therefore, again, lemaisa, we don't want you doing, t- we don't want you doing kiyusi hadam on the koi, on Yom Tov itself, because that will essentially be tircha yisir, it will be additional exertion, and that we don't want happening on Yom Tov. Therefore, Rabbi Baravieva says that lemaisa, again, lemaisa, so we'll say what we have so far, we'll stop over here, what we have so far are two different understandings as to why we can't go ahead and do Kisei Hadam for the Kai on Yom Tov itself, according to the first approach, because there's nothing to be Mechase it with. Because in general, the normal things that you would go ahead and use for Kisei Hadam, like dirt, right? You know, so if you have a Decker nose, that's only for Vadai. If you have a Kira, that's only for Vadai. Therefore, you don't have access to real dirt. According to Rabbi Yema, there's another issue. And the issue is what? We don't want you're doing Kisei Hadam, why Rabosai? Because Lemais, again, we're concerned that if people see you doing Kisei Hadam, then what? Then what? Then they're going to assume that it's a Chaya, and if they assume it's a Chaya, then they're going to eat the Chil, they're going to eat they're going to eat the, the fats. I, why doesn't that apply on Yom Tov? Because, excuse me, why doesn't it apply during the week? Because during the week, people know you're doing it misafik. But if people see you doing Kisei Hadam, Anakai on Yom Tov Rabosai, 
that, that then they see you exerting yourself on Yom Tov to cover the blood of this animal. And again, if it was really a suffix, people wouldn't be exerting themselves. Therefore, what? The people see others, in, if people see the shochet exerting himself to cover the blood of the Kai Yom Tov, that only leads to one conclusion, which is what? A Kai is a Chaya. If a Kai is a Chaya, then the fats are permitted, which could ultimately lead to consumption of forbidden fats. Therefore, the Brisa says, don't shecht a Kai on Yom Tov. And even if you shechted it, do not cover the blood. All right, so we'll pick up right over here tomorrow in session.